Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Halfway home on a Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 92.9 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hit me up at JMCH316. Hey, uh, check out the BetQL app today as um, BetQL uses uh, proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. Losing money is no fun. Winning is. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. We will, uh, of course, get to a That's Life coming up in 20 minutes from right now. Braves still uh, leading 6-2 now over the uh, over the god-awful uh, Washington Nationals. Uh, Miami's increased its lead. It's 6-3 there. So good news all the way around. They're in the top of the sixth. Braves are in the top of the seventh. So Braves should be pretty good shape here in this game, Muller game four and two-thirds with two earned runs. Right now, Colin McHugh would get the win because Muller didn't go long enough to get a uh, – he didn't go five innings for the victory. So, right now, McHugh would be your winner of uh, record. Um, Ronnie's homered in the game. Dansby has a hit and a run. Olsen has a hit and a run. Harris has a couple of hits and a couple of driven in uh, tonight. Uh, Ronnie and Arcia have both homered. Contreras has a hit and a run. Rosario's got a hit with a couple driven in. And, of course, Arcia's got a hit, and he's got a run and an RBI. So, good news. Listen, no better elixir for batting struggles than having the Washington Nationals pitching staff um, that you get to go up against for three nights. So, now, speaking of the Atlanta Braves, I will say, since I can't get into the archives, I can't tell you what specific day that I made this proclamation. But, Day-Day, I can tell you that on April 6th on my podcast, right, I proclaim this. And so I know I did it here, too, on the radio show as well, but I can't remember specifically what day. Mm-hmm. What that is is I, I projected that the Braves would break two records this year. Okay, One is I thought they would score the most runs in a season in franchise history. Now, not counting the 18th or 19th century or whatever, right. not counting teams in the 1800s. The all-time run-scoring team was the 03 Braves. 
And I thought that I thought this year's addition with this offense and the depth of their lineup, I thought they would. Uh, I think Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie homered again. So Ronnie's got two homers tonight. So he's got the long ball working. I thought that they would score the most runs. That hasn't worked out. They've scored about 750 before tonight. They'll score in the 800s. Okay, so they'll be one of the most prolific offenses that they've had, but they won't break that record. But the other record that I said that they would break is the most strikeouts for their pitching staff. Now, last year, they came close. They struck out 1,417 batters. The record was 1,423 by the 2018 team. So they only missed it by seven strikeouts of setting the actual record. This year, they have struck out 1,489 guys, and they have set the record. Now, I'm going to tell you this. What's today's date? September 27th. On September 27th, 2022, they're going to break this year's record again next year. Now, there's a, a several things to this, okay? And, and this is not necessarily patting myself on the back, although when I tell you something, how many months in advance was that? At least how many? When did the season? April? So that's five months, okay? Five to six months. But anyway, um, we know how it works. So, look. Why have they been able to do this? Well, number one is, and Bob Bob Nightingale, who we'll hear from in about 40 minutes, he's brought this up before. It's a different era of baseball. Strikeouts are accepted in Major League Baseball. That's your strategy. Strikeout, home run. That's what you look for in hitters. You're not worried about batting average, on base, depending on where they are. Guys in the middle of your order, excuse me, that can homer or strike out. Well, the Braves have hit a crap ton of homers this year. But they... They also have a staff that has struck out a whole bunch of people. So baseball is a different game. Striking out batters is not guys striking out anymore. Nobody wanted to strike out 100 times back in the old days. You know, people like Reggie Jackson were looked at as pariahs because they would strike out 130, 140 times. Now Reggie Jackson would be the ideal player. That and Of course, again, he was the ideal player back then. But <clears throat> from, a, from a metric standpoint, 40 homers and 150 strikeouts ain't no big deal. That's everybody in the league. Anybody who's, you know – any big-time hitter, 40 homers and 150 strikeouts, you take that combination all day long, right? Then you add in the Strider effect because nobody saw Spencer Strider throwing 200 strikeouts as a starter. And then you add Morton's 200 strikeouts in. But let's also not forget, Kyle Wright's thrown 170-plus strikeouts this season for the Braves. He's struck out a whole crap ton. And right now, Max Freed only needs seven more strikeouts, and he will set his career high in strikeouts. He has 167 strikeouts thus far, and 173 is his highest. So if he strikes out seven more guys, he'll set his career high. So you figure you expect Freed Wright to be what? In the 180 range? So those guys are in the 180 range, Morton over 200, Strider over 200, and then you go to their bullpen and you look at Jansen struck out 77 and 59 innings. Look at their bullpen as far as strikeouts per nine because the other thing too is they've also set the all-time record for most strikeouts per nine innings. So look at their staff. Morton's over 10 strikeouts per nine innings. Strider's 13.8 strikeouts per nine innings. Jansen's 11-7. McHugh is 9-7. Minter's 12.2. 
Chavez is 10.6. Dylan Lee is 10.5. Jackson Stevens is 8.8. Even when Will Smith was here, he was 10 strikeouts. Even when Darren O'Day was here, he was 10.8 strikeouts. And Rizel Iglesias, he's 10.1. Oscar Anoa, when he was here, he was over, he was 10.8 strikeouts per nine innings. So you got a bullpen full of arms. And by the way, think about they've done this without Luke Jackson, who was a high strikeout guy. They've had Tyler Matzik that's been hurt this year, right? Strider didn't pitch all year as a starter, did he? So you think about the way that they're set up. They're going to break this record again this next year. And they're going to be probably in the, what, 1,600 strikeout range when all is said and done? You know, if they're at 1,489 now, and then, you know, tonight even, just add in tonight, they've got six strikeouts tonight that they've created. And, and you've got Kyle Muller and Colin McHugh. Well, think about when you start, you know, here's Minter. He'll probably strike out two guys. So one thing about their pitching staff, if nothing else, is that this is what you want in modern-day baseball. And you want guys that can create lots of outs without contact. And, and if, for instance, take Ian Anderson, okay? And obviously we know how valuable Ian Anderson is is and was to this club, especially last year. But he only had 97 strikeouts in 111 and two-thirds innings. Now, that's not a terrible total, but that's only 7.8 strikeouts per nine innings. When everybody else is above eight, Wright's almost at nine, and Morton Strider in double digits. That's why I think that the Braves are even more primed with their pitching staff than they were last year. Because between their bullpen... The only guy who averages less than 10 strikeouts per nine innings is McHugh, and he's at 9.7. So it's not like he's even way off. Everybody else is 10 12-2, That's modern-day baseball. And that's why when you get in the playoffs and things get crunched down and base runners are at a premium and you try to keep guys off, off the bases, that's why on the flip side offensively, when you get a base runner on in the playoffs, that guy becomes so valuable. Well, what's the other thing that the Braves do really well? They run the daylights out of the bases. They steal bases, and they can run around the bases. Ronnie can score from first on a ball hit to the wall. Dansby can score from first on a ball hit to the wall. Michael Harris can score from first on a ball hit to the wall. So you don't have to string together a series of singles to drive in any Braves runners because most of those guys can run around the base like crazy. Now, they got their slugs, but when you talk about Grissom, Harris, Ronnie, Dansby, you know, those guys can motor, even, you know, even get a little bit of Arcia and guys like that. Those guys can motor around the bases. They can get it cooking, full tilt boogie, as we say. So there are a lot of things about this Braves team that we've talked about that I think they're better than last year. Now, none of this guarantees that they're going to win the World Series. Right, I mean that's the that's the reality is, but when you look at Kyle Wright has got almost 200 strikeouts. Freed's you know up in the going to be in the high 170s. Strider and Morton are over 200. Their staff 
does exactly what you want to see. It's not Maddox and people like that that just kind of nibble around the plate, right? They get they get people to swing and miss without ever making any contact, without ever putting pressure on your defense. And their bullpen does the same exact thing. And again, while I understand that it's a it's a new game and a different era of baseball, and strikeouts are accepted for what Major League Baseball is. Still, though, that's the kind of arms that you want to have. And I think it's one of the things that really helps make the Braves such a dangerous team. Yeah, they're an outstanding ball club, and they got depth all up and down their lineup and, and great starting pitching. But they do some of those things that you're looking for. They can run around the bases like crazy, and they can strike out the ball club. Can't steal bases if you're not on first, right? The old saying in baseball, you can't steal first base. And if your pitchers can go out there and keep everybody off the base paths and not create base runners. And by the way, the other thing, too, look at the strikeout-to-walk ratios of some of these guys. Strider's at four and a half. Freed is over five. Wright and Morton are over three to one. That's the other part, too. Nobody is less than 3.23 strikeouts-to-walks. So they don't give you a lot of free passes. You don't get a lot of contact, and you don't get a chance to, you know, get a whole bunch of base runners on. Look at the whips, too. 1.02, That's why I say that this team is set up to have another really good playoff run because they do the things that you want to do. You want strikeout caliber pitchers that can get outs with no contract. Because sometimes in baseball, you just need to strike a guy out. You can't afford to have another ball put in play. And sometimes you need to be able to run the bases, steal a base. You know, you get yourself on and you get around the bases with only one more hit. The Braves can do all of those things. Doesn't guarantee a World Series. Doesn't guarantee the same results that we got last year. But there are a lot of nuances to like about all of this. So I figured that the Braves would set this record. I mean, that's not the hardest thing in the world to you know come up with that number. But I think they're not only going to set it this year. I think they're going to turn right back around because Strider's going to be a starter all year. Freed and Wright will be starters all year. Your bullpen, you know, will have its pieces, right? And, I mean, if you get Soroka back and whatever, we'll see what happens. But this team does exactly the kinds of things that you want to see when we get to playoff baseball. All right, when we come back, uh, that's life. We'll talk about the uh, halftime entertainment for the Super Bowl and our uh, top ten as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, after the game, the Odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back with you on the John Chuckery Show. 9.22, live in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site, catch on the go. Social media is at 9.29 The Game, at JMCH316 on Twitter. Get to our top ten here in uh, just a couple of minutes. Um, Day-Day, I always like to look at these auction uh, items right. of baseball cards. Right, right. So, you've heard of Roberto Clemente before, the great baseball player. Yeah, yeah. I actually okay. lived across the street from a middle school named after him in Connecticut okay. growing up. there yeah. you go. All right. So, his rookie baseball card is the 1955 Tops. Mm-hmm. And it's not the traditional picture that's up and down. The 55 set goes long ways. Horizontal, right. Yeah. So there are 11 1955 Tops Roberto Clemente rookie cards that are graded as a PSA 9, mm. mint condition. Okay. There are 11 known copies of it. Okay. The most recent one just sold for $1,050 on Thursday. Wow. Now, it didn't quite set the record because another Clemente rookie mm-hmm. in March of 2021 – Sold for $1.1 million. So this was close. Right. It was, you know, it was, what, 9900000 but um, no, that's not right. $1,090,000 away from, from all of that. But still, 
over a million bucks right. for a Roberto Clemente car. Multiple. This is now multiple of this car that sold for over a million. Mm. So if you have a 1955 Topps Roberto Clemente somewhere stashed around the house, right. go get that <laughs> right. graded right. Go because, get it graded. Right. hell, it might be worth a million bucks, you know. But even if it's not grading out of mint condition, hell, it's still it's worth still a lot of money. Be worth, yeah. Yeah. Still worth a lot more in radio salary. I can tell you all of that. <laughs> right. so. Now, um, we saw that Rihanna is going to host, mm-hmm. or not host, but she's going to perform the halftime show, the Super Bowl. Right. The, the interesting part is she's their second choice because mm-hmm. Taylor Swift turned them down. And, you know, Taylor Swift right now, for those that aren't Swifties or what have you, <laughs> you know, she's right now in the middle of re-recording all of her albums. Right. So when she signed her initial record deal with her record company, right. she did not own the masters. Right. Meaning that when she she owns the publishing, meaning that because she wrote the songs that, you know, they can't, nobody can, nobody can, sing that song without her approval. Right. Okay? So let's say Shake It Off, okay? Right. Um, nobody can sing Shake It Off without her approval because she wrote the song, right. okay? Right. But when she recorded and sang Shake It Off for her 1989 album, she doesn't own that recorded version of it. She owns the publishing to the song, but she doesn't own that audio track that she laid down for. Right, right. So... A third party bought her catalog, and and it ticked her off. So now she's going back through and re-recording all of her albums. And she's made it very clear that until she gets that done, I think she has three more albums. There were six albums, I believe. She's done three, and I think has three more. She's made it very clear she's not going to tour or anything. Now, she does have a new album coming out next month, Taylor Swift does, which is going to, again, watching some of the pub for this thing, it's it's going to just be massive. Like, the, the amount of downloads and sales on this thing will be a staggering number. Right. Because her last two albums that she released during the pandemic were critical hits. Like, they were... they. Some people consider them the two best works that she's ever done. Right. And they sold gazillions of... So she's going to sell gazillions. And she's kind of getting all of that ready. But she's not going to tour or do anything until all these albums are re-recorded. Right. So she turned down the Super Bowl, which opened it up for Rihanna. Right. So it got me thinking... Tonight's top 10 list. Okay. Top 10 musical acts that you would want to see at the Super Bowl. Now, I will say, and I should have maybe put the caveat, I I picked all artists that have not performed at the Super Bowl before. Right. Okay? Right. But And that's why I tried to go, too. I tried to go that route as well. All right. So With the the exception of one on my list. Okay. So, basically, 10 acts you would like to see perform at the Super Bowl Day-Day, the floor is yours. All right. So my list is a little complicated because some stuff just won't, won't be able to happen. But okay. uh, coming in at, uh, at you know, starting off first, God rest his soul, if Kurt Cobain was around Nirvana. Okay. Um, I didn't realize he'd never been on, uh, done one, but Billy Joel. Wow. Um, Wait, he did not do a I, I searched, and it says he did not. Him and Elton John. I got Elton John on my list. Okay, so I... I have Elton John on my list as well because, and I know he just played a concert here right. uh, recently, but, um, and I was just looking, um, I was just looking real quick because I think you're right. I don't remember Billy Joel because I've got the list here in yeah. front of me 
and I believe that you're correct on all that, that he's never played. But uh, that's a good call because I did not have him on my list, but I would agree that he's one of those artists that, yeah. that should perform the Super Bowl, especially yeah. before he dies, obviously. Exactly. Make sure that he gets exactly. a chance to do all of yep. that. Yep. All right, now this guy, he performed, he was part of last year's performance, but I'd love to see him hold it down on his own. Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Um, Foo Fighters. I wouldn't mind seeing the Foo Fighters well, do it. Well, if Kurt Cobain was alive, you could combine the two groups. I know, yeah. Dave Grohl, yeah. Dave Grohl and them are guys yeah, from yeah. Nirvana. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Um Pinks. Pinks never performed. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah so I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing Pink. Okay. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Drake just because I feel like he would bring out so many guests. Yeah, and and I, you know, I thought about him for my list as well. I can I can assure you, Dylan would have had the Dree. <laughs> he, he'd have had Dree Wizzle. Right. Um, he'd have had Dree Wizzle on his on his list for sure. But I thought about that as well because you're right because Drake would have him. And you know, you know he'd Nikki have like, probably yeah he'd have a whole gaggle yeah. of people sort of sort of like you know even a little bit more beyond even what we saw last year you right. know with all the different artists but that tied into the city with Dre and Snoop and, yep. and Eminem and everybody like that but I I agree we we would get that kind of of like all star kind of power in in a halftime show right um, Beyonce I know she's done it before but I would I would want to see her and Jay-Z do it together. Oh okay because that's, they're, that's they're, very cool. Yeah because they're on the run tour. Mm-hmm. I mean it that that hands down one of the best tours I've been to so I wouldn't mind seeing like a small halftime version of that. And it was 2013 was the last time that she did the Super Bowl. Yeah. Actually that was uh she brought she brought up uh Destiny's Child for yeah, all of that exactly. too. Yeah exactly yeah. So I wouldn't mind seeing them too. And then my number one would be, and this one will never happen because one half of this group refuses to do anything, Outcast. Okay. So I had Outcast as well on okay. my list. I had Outcast and Friends. <laughs> right. Um, you know, like what we should have yeah. gotten obviously here in Atlanta. Right. Why do you think that why do you think that for a Super Bowl they wouldn't come back together? I mean, they're just Dre is just done. He's just kind of over the performance. I think that last deal that we got, that yeah. farewell tour, that we, uh, what was the 20th anniversary kind of tour deal, and Atlanta was the last stop. That was it for him. You don't think he'd come back for one thing like the not Super Bowl? For the, not for the Super Bowl. No. You don't think so? I mean, maybe. I just he's pretty convincing when you watch him and listen to him, and it just. It would have to be the right, right, right yeah. reasoning for him. You think they would? You you think they that they would have done the Atlanta Super Bowl? Do, do you think if they were asked to do the Super Bowl here in Atlanta? Well, I heard they were. Well, I heard, but he, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the Maroon Five Super Bowl yeah. that was in 2019. Yeah. So you think they would have come back together for that Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, it'd been it'd been nice if they would have, but I mean, you know, again, at this point in time, I think it's a wrap for seeing them at the Super Bowl. Okay, because Big Boy did play at that Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Yes. He, he was at that Super Bowl yeah. with Maroon Five. They did. Yeah. They did bring him out because I'm with you. Like, you know, who would you have? You'd have Outcast. And Who else I would mean, you have? I mean, gosh, the list is so. I mean, Luda. Long. I mean, you bring out Luda. They probably bit. bring out Luda. Maybe even Pastor Troy. I mean, and then just even the Dungeon Family members and, and themselves. I mean, it, it, that show would be phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. That yeah, show would be I, phenomenal. I agree. I've got Outcast and Friends as one of my acts. My honorable mention, mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't happen either because you know again most people wouldn't understand his song but bad bunny would be oh okay yeah uh, yeah be, and he's would, retiring too right yeah. is he retiring i think yeah. he is yeah. hey, hey, was he going to be a wrestler I mean, you know, <laughs> he was at wrestlemania a couple years ago so um 
So I've got Outcast on my list. I have Rihanna on my list as well because I think it's going to be an excellent, yeah. excellent choice. Yeah. I would like to see Taylor Swift perform at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a massive catalog of hits yeah, now. Yeah, she so does. I would like to see her. Yeah. I had Elton John on my list as well, and I'm okay. surprised he hasn't. Yeah, that's that shocked me. Him and him and Billy Joel really and, shocked me. And yeah. I did not have Billy Joel just because I I guess I forgot about the idea of Billy Joel not because I, uh, my one. My one different artist mm-hmm. is Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. Okay. I would okay. love to see Garth yeah. Brooks do, because he's built for big stadium right. kinds of shows and stuff like that. So Elton John, Garth Brooks, um, Adele. Okay. Um, okay. She's a big enough act that that would be, you know, again, yeah. she's got a catalog of hits and, and hasn't done the Super Bowl. Um, Fleetwood Mac would be it for wow. my personal. Wow. With Michael McDonald? No, no, no. Fleetwood Mac. It would have to. You'd have to bring back Lindsey Buckingham. Okay. It'd have to be the whole group. Lindsey, okay. Christine McVie. Okay. Yeah. John okay. McVie. Yeah. Fleetwood. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood. Yeah. Steve. That Nicks. would be. That would. That. That would be good. Yep. I yeah, want. Yeah. That I would want be. Fleetwood that back. would. Now, yeah. Again, they probably won't do it because they kicked Lindsey Buckingham out and all right, that. But right. But I would love to see it, and it'd have to be the. It'd have to be the the. Um, uh, it'd have to be the Stevie Nicks um, version, rendition. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, version that of, of Fleetwood Mac and everything okay. like that. You'd have to have, you'd have to have everybody back for all of that. Okay. Um, Dua Lipa would okay. be one of my top okay. choices. Okay. I would love to see Dua Lipa. I, I think she's immensely talented. Yeah. Um, and I put together like a group of like pop artists. Okay. 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 Um, because one by themselves doesn't have a hit, but there's a lot of good songs amongst like. Ava Max, Justin Bieber, okay. Olivia Rodrigo, Jack Harlow. Okay, okay, like a, like okay. a group, like, like a little, like, like a, a little, a yeah. pop group, like a bunch of pop stars. Yeah, because you know me, I'm all about, I'm all about my <laughs> pop music and stuff like that. And then uh, my final one was, believe it or not, I know it's kind of crazy, but and and maybe her music isn't quite Super Bowl halftime show uh-huh. fun, but I felt like Billie Eilish. Um, I like bad guy, but some of her other stuff just gets to be too depressing when you yeah. when you listen to it. Yeah, but I think her she's got energy though. She does yes. have energy, yes. so I think you could get away with her. And energy. I think she's very talented. I'm, yeah. I think she's a very talented artist out there. So, yeah. um, but that kind of bums me out about the idea that Outcast, if they wouldn't come together for yeah. one last yeah, deal if like you that. didn't catch that Atlanta show, that's it, man. You're in trouble. <laughs> now you got me. Now you got me sad about the, about all of that. So hit us up with your list uh, as well at 404-741-0929 on the Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line, or you can tweet me at JMCH three one six. By the way, too, it, it is Tuesday night, so we do have a rankum that's coming up at ten forty. So hit us up with your rankum list as well. We've got all that coming up here before we end the show. When we come back, though, Bob Nightingale joined us earlier in the show. We'll hear that interview from our MLB Odyssey Insider. Uh, Chuck, we're hanging out in the Key Studio. Sports right now the game, Odyssey.com app.
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios Tuesday night with you. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to leave us a comment. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 92 on The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMCH316 on Twitter. We'll talk some uh, Braves baseball, and we'll go around the majors as we do here on a weekly basis as we head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. Joining us is our Odyssey MLB insider, Bob Nightingale. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. And, of course, you can always follow Bob on his personal Twitter page. That would be at B Nightingale. And, Bob, man, listen, we've got the biggest series, you know, for the Braves this season, one of the biggest in baseball, if not the most important series, you know, of at least any merit here this season coming up this weekend with Braves and Mets. Yeah, it should be, uh, you know, hopefully the weather cooperates. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they play that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, I don't think they can move it right now. Uh, but, yeah, it's a big one. I, I think it means more to the uh, Mets than, than uh, Atlanta. Just because, you know, uh, Atlanta is sad. I mean, that's a three at home. You know, no no problem. I don't think the Mets want to burn, you know, DeGrom and Serger uh, one, two. Plus, you know, after leading the divisions for so long that they'd be a huge letdown for them so it, it's a uh you know it, it's a nice series to have but i don't think it's a massive series critical series for for the braves at all bob let me ask you you brought up the weather and obviously 
it looks like Friday night is the big night that that there could be some some issues and things like that. And while I understand baseball's got its procedures and what it does and this, that, and the other, but given the fact of where we are with the schedule and how important that these three games are to deciding who's going to be the wild card or who's going to be the division leader, if there's any doubt, do you have to err on the side of canceling things first? And even if that means, you know, I don't know, like you said, you you if you had to bump up to a Thursday or whatever, but do you have to be a little bit more overly cautious than you normally would be, let's say, for a series just in June? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you don't want to take away the, uh, you know, you don't want to have a double hitter this time of year. Right. You have to, you have to. Um, you know, you can't take, you know, can't go to a neutral site. Uh, you know, that's just un- unfair to the Braves having the home field. So, yeah, they got to be very, uh, you know, they'll be smart about this. I would think it, you know, it sounds like it's going to hit, it's going to hit Sunday, you know, better than me. If that happens, uh, you know, play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, you know, if you have to, you play a double hitter Friday and get out of there. Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. One of the things that probably hasn't gotten enough love, Bob, about the Braves with all the good stories of, of Dansby's breakout year and his free agent year, obviously Austin Riley with another big year, Harris, Strider, Vaughn Grissom, everybody. But the catching position for the Braves, when you look at what Contreras and Darno have done, and we know Darno's a, you know, a pretty good hitter, but obviously adding in Contreras this year and the ability to have two guys that can put up the kind of numbers, and, and their catchers have combined for almost 40 homers and over 100 RBI now. Are they really kind of the unsung group, maybe not just in the Braves, but for you know really any team in baseball? I mean, they really – Darno and Contreras, I don't think have really – Got enough love for how much they've contributed this year to this team. No, I agree with that. I mean, no one's really talking about those guys, probably because they split the time and everything else. Uh, but you're right; they are kind of the unsung heroes uh, of that team. They've been very steady, and a lot of teams would uh, do anything to have that kind of uh, you know production. Bob, let's talk a little bit about Michael Harris for just a second here. Um, he's a homer away from being a a 2020 guy, and I think with Strider's injury, I think Michael Harris is going to get the nod out here. But the fact of the numbers that he's put up, I mean, considering when he started and he's only played in 107 games thus far, you get a guy that's 2020 in his rookie year like that. I mean, this has got to be one of the better rookie debuts that we've seen, especially for a guy that didn't play any AAA baseball. I mean, this has been a monster season, especially if he ends up with just at least a fun number of saying 2020 on the season. Yeah, it's too bad he wasn't up all season. If he was up all season, the uh, Braves would get a uh, top draft pick for him, too. But you have to be in the open game roster, which he wasn't. Uh, but, yeah, fabulous year. And, you know, he took off when he uh, got up, you know, for about a few days. The team took off on June 1st, and he was just caught up a few days before that. So, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to win rookie of the year. I think it would have been close if Strider had stayed uh, healthy here. But the fact he's going to angel list what Harris is doing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, I think Harris has been winning the rookie of the year. When you think about this term and, and you and I have talked about MVP, but if you had to, if you had to put who's been the MVP of the Braves this year, what would your answer be to that? Uh, Austin Riley. Uh, I, yeah, definitely Riley. I think he's going to finish top five or six in MVP voting in the national league. 
Bob, um, let's bounce around the league a, a little bit. We talked about Aaron Judge last week, and we talked about the fact that, you know, I think you and I both agree there should not be a whole lot of doubt about, about the MVP. But obviously right now he's leading the triple crown categories. You look at the numbers that he's put up. Um, I'm not going to call you an old guy. I'll call myself an old guy. But I'm not sure. He wins the triple crown. I'm not sure how many seasons in my lifetime I would say I've ever seen better than what Judge has. And I've seen Bonds and, you know, I've seen a lot of those kinds of guys in my life. But I don't know. Where where would this season rank in Judge if he wins the Triple Crown? Is is it the best season you've seen in your lifetime? Or, I mean, is it right up there? Where would it be? It's probably top ten. You know, I think we get a little carried away because of uh the home runs and everything else. But, you know, I saw Bonds. I mean, Bonds the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. Uh, he was unbelievable. Remember now, Pujols' first 10 years were unbelievable too. So, we, you know, we kind of forget, uh, you know, all that. Uh, but, yeah, well, the, uh, but certainly a, a great year. And I think maybe what makes it stick out more is that hitting is so difficult now. And so his numbers jump out. You know, particularly a guy hitting over 300. Was he 316, 315? Uh, you know, uh, and leading the American League, that part jumps out for a uh, for a guy that's going to you know run away at the home run title or RBI title. So, you think that his contract is going to be the most staggering number we've ever seen in baseball when all is said and done? I, I don't. Uh, I don't think it comes close. Remember now, he's going to be 31 when the season starts next year. People don't give up those 10- and 12-year contracts to guys that age. You know, we saw that with Cabrera. We saw that pull holes, you know, really blew up. I think we're looking at, realistically, uh, I don't see him getting more than eight years. Uh, you know, Mike Trout's making the most per year for a position player, which is 36 a year. So I think he gets somewhere between 290 and $320 million. So, But he's not going to get, you know, just a massive, massive contract because, just because of his age. Think about what you just said. You know, well, it could be like $320 million. <laughs> Listen, that's a, that's a pretty good contract, isn't it? I mean, and I think, though, I think to your point, you would figure that he's going to get the highest per year or a average annual yearly value, right, for, for a contract. I mean, he's got to be a $40 million player, right? Even Look, even if it's less than eight years, you would figure that they're going to give him at least $40 million a year, wouldn't they? But they might get 40 years, I mean, 40 million a year at seven. If they go to eight years, which he'd be a little uncomfortable doing, you know, they may say, okay, about 38 million a year. So, I mean, Trout's got 36. He's the highest position player. The highest uh, in baseball is, is Max Scherzer at 43.3. But Scherzer just had a three year contract, so it is different. Hi, uh, MLB uh, Odyssey uh, insider uh, Bob Nightingale joining us on the waitfor.com hotline. Obviously, you know, still trying to decide on the last playoff spot in the National League. When you look at Philly in Milwaukee, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win out between those two teams? I think Philly. Remember, they they have the uh, tiebreaker advantage too, which comes a big play. I mean, that's why you know, going back to the uh, Braves Met series, there, uh, you know, pretty much Atlanta's going to sweep that thing because they lose a tiebreaker to the Mets. Um, so it, it's the most, uh, you know, I, I think for Atlanta to win the division, get the sweep. And, you know, we're talking about Phillies and the uh, Brewers. Uh, Brewers are just, a, you know, very average team. 
I'm surprised they're still hanging around as, as long as they have. But losing that tiebreaker, I think, really, really hurts them. So I expect Phillies to be in there, probably at the number six spot, you know, which would play, a, uh, which would play St. Louis, uh, you know, to the number five spot, and the Padres play St. Louis. You think the Phillies could be a spoiler in the playoffs? Do they have enough pitching? Uh, you know, obviously, Schwarber's had a monster year. They've got Harper back now when, you know, he was having a good year before he got hurt. But you think they could play spoiler to somebody if they get in the playoffs? I mean, it, it's possible. Uh, I think the team that played spoiler in the National League is the San Diego. I mean, that's got some tremendous pitching. When you can throw you Darvish at you and Joe Musgrove and you know, Blake Snell, uh, Mike Levenger, you know, now you got Josh Hader as a closer. Uh, that's a tough team. Uh, they could be a spoiler in the National League. Just like I think Seattle Mariners could be a spoiler in the American League with that starting pitching. But, yeah, I'd be more worried about the Padres than the Phillies if I'm Atlanta. Bob, the White Sox have been, if not the most, but certainly one of the more disappointing teams in in baseball. And LaRusse's been out for a while and, and, and this, that, and the other. Look, they've got a bunch of young talent. I mean, that's what's made them so popular the last couple of years about, you know, being kind of one of those dark horses to, you know, be a, be a uh, World Series contender. Can they get this thing fixed next year? Do they just need the right guy behind the helm steering this ship? I mean, is that La Russa? Do they need to make a change? Are they still a roster that, you know, can fix things pretty quickly? Where Where are the White Sox at right now? <laughs> Well, I think it's a little bit of a mess. I mean, it's almost like you got to kind of blow up that roster. I mean, just underachieved so badly. I mean, it doesn't matter who's who's managing. I mean, people thought, oh, okay, Bruce is sick. Here comes Miguel Cairo. Well, they quit under Cairo, too. You know, at some point, the players had to look themselves in the mirror. I think they got to make some trades and dump a lot of guys. I'm not saying rebuild, but they certainly got to reshuffle the deck. And let's be honest, with the way the Guardians are set up, you know, they could run that division for a few years now. I mean, they got the youngest team in the major leagues, 16 guys, made their major league debut. They're not going away. Bob, what direction do the Marlins go with the announcement that Don Mattingly is not going to come back? I mean, obviously, look, it's it's one of, you know, it's a, it's a major league managerial job, but you don't expect them to probably pay a whole lot of money for anybody. What direction do you think they go with that job? You're probably a young manager. Uh, if I'm them, I'd jump all over Carlos Beltran. I really would. Who had the Mets job until the uh, the 2017 scandal broke out. You know, he's just a player. I don't know why he got punished as much he, as he did. Uh, maybe Joe Espada from Houston Astros, who's been the coaching staff there for for a while. Uh, you know, that team isn't that far away with, with that pitching. It's too bad they didn't keep Zach Gallon. Gallon on contra. That would have been a uh, unbelievable. They may finish one, two in the Cy Young race, uh, well, you know, depending on Max Freed. Uh, but yeah, it's a good job. It, it really is because I, I think they're on the verge of at least contending. Bob, last question for you. Obviously, Chris Bryant got the monster contract out in Colorado, finished for the year, and I believe I'm right on this. He did not hit a home run at Coors Field this year. I think he got shut out uh, at home. Correct. Correct. Um, what do you do? I mean, do you just hope that he comes back and and can get healthy, or was this such a disaster that you have to think about okay, maybe we got to try to move on from Bryant and he's older too and beat up, broken down. But 
We talked about bad contracts last week. That's going to be up there too. Yo, absolutely. I mean, you know, people raised their eyebrows when they did it. And, you know, kind of question Bryant. Hey, if you're, you know, worried about winning and stuff, why are you going there for? If you're the Rockies, why are you, you know, pouring out whatever it was, one seventy-two or eighty-two million dollars uh, for a guy who, you know, hasn't lived up to expectations. You know, it's kind of a plantar fasciitis, so they don't move on. He's got no trade clause anyway uh, throughout the contract, and you know, you have to eat half that thing. So it reminds you a little bit of the Anthony Rondon contract with the Angels. I mean, that thing's been a complete disaster now for three years. So this is the first year of it, and I'm sure the, uh, you know, if you're the uh, Rockies, you can say, you know what, even if he had an MVP type season, they weren't gonna, you know, they weren't gonna be a 500 team anyway. Bob is our MLB uh, Odyssey insider, and insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. And, of course, you can find him on his personal Twitter page, at Nightingale. Bob, appreciate it as always, man. We will chat again next Tuesday. All right. Look forward to it. Thank you. You got it. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, hanging out here on this Tuesday evening. Sports Radio now to the game, theodyssey.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.